Welcome to Happy Healthy Crazy, the podcast dedicated to bringing encouragement, healing, and support to all those living with mental illness. I'm your host, Bill, and I'm learning how to add happiness and health to my crazy. Today we are talking about the damage of child abuse. I'm not a licensed therapist or doctor, just a person like you, living with mental illness every day. I hope that my stories will help you as we together continue our struggle for wholeness. Thanks for joining me. Now let's get started. We've discussed some tough subjects on this podcast, but for me, today's is without a doubt the most difficult. Child abuse is a very personal and deeply emotional issue. Although it's not fun to talk about, it's important that we do, because so many of our lives have been and are still damaged by it. According to U.S. federal law, child abuse is any recent act or failure to act on the part of a parent or caretaker which results in death, serious physical or emotional harm, sexual abuse, or exploitation, or an act or failure to act which presents an imminent risk of serious harm. Sadly, this terrible crime is pervasive in our society. The CDC reports that at least one in four children have experienced child neglect or abuse, including physical, emotional, and sexual, at some point in their lives, and one in seven children experienced abuse or neglect in the last year. All this means that if you haven't suffered child abuse yourself, it's almost certain that someone close to you has. I know the horror of child abuse. When I was about eight years old, there were two teenage brothers that I knew. Though their personalities were very different, I thought both of them were cool and I looked up to them. I hoped I would be like them one day. Once I spent the afternoon with them, I remember looking through their collection of football cards, finding my favorite players. I was having a good time. When the brothers invited me into the garage to do something fun, I was excited. As a young, naive child, I had no idea that I was about to experience sexual abuse. After it happened, I was totally confused. I didn't know what to think or what to do. The teens laughed it off, told me if I was cool I wouldn't say anything, especially to our parents. I never said a word and simply buried it deep as a memory I couldn't understand and didn't want to think about. What happened filled me with guilt and shame, a secret I carried alone for many, many years. If you too were victimized, please hear me. It wasn't your fault. You were not to blame. You did nothing wrong. And you are not alone. I know your pain is real and your wound is deep, just like mine. Child abuse doesn't have to be sexual to be deeply wounding. I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. My father was a disturbed man who suffered with a serious mental illness for which he refused to get any treatment. His ever-changing moods determined the climate of our home. Sometimes he was happy, even kind, and would treat us well. But those times were few. Usually he was angry and attacked everyone that came into his path with vitriol and sometimes violence. My siblings and I never knew what to expect when we came home from school, but we were always prepared for the worst. Over the years, we were subjected to all kinds of verbal, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical abuse. 
I remember one occasion especially clearly. When I was a young teen, I had a Marines t-shirt that I liked to wear. I was a skinny kid, and I struggled with feeling weak and inadequate. Somehow that shirt made me feel just a little bit tougher, a little bit better about myself. One day, I was wearing my shirt, and my father told me to help him with the difficult task of clearing away rocks from a section of an old rock wall. When I say rocks, I mean rocks. These were huge, heavy slabs of granite that did not want to move. We used shovels, crowbars, and pipes for leverage, and I put in all the strength that I had. At one point, my grip on a crowbar slipped, and the rock we were moving fell back and caught my father's hand. He yelled and cursed from the pain, understandably, but then turned his attention to me. Why are you wearing that shirt? You're no Marine. You're not even strong enough to hold that rock. His words cut me to the core. The verbal assault on my fragile young manhood was absolutely devastating. At that moment, I formed an inner belief that I would forever be weak, a pitiful excuse for a man, a loser who couldn't get it done. Thirty years later, the memory still hurts. The abuse I survived had consequences, including lasting damage to my mental health. As I grew up, I developed depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. And, unfortunately, I'm not an isolated case. Numerous studies have concluded that there is a definite connection between child abuse and poor mental health. While there are several potential causes of mental illness, the evidence supports the idea that being abused as a child is one of them. In one long-term study, as many as 80% of young adults who had been abused met the diagnostic criteria for at least one psychiatric disorder at age 21. These young adults experienced problems such as depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and suicide attempts. Another study found that roughly 54% of cases of depression and 58% of suicide attempts in women were connected to adverse childhood experiences. The website childwelfare.gov reports that experiencing childhood trauma and adversity, such as physical or sexual abuse, is a risk factor for borderline personality disorder, depression, anxiety, and other psychiatric disorders. Why is there such a strong link between child abuse and mental illness? One reason is that abuse literally, physically, damages the brain. In an article in Psychology Today, Dr. Constance Scharf explains, We can see the aftermath of childhood trauma on brain scans. Children who are abused physically, emotionally, sexually, or neglected have different adult brains than their counterparts who were not abused. Current research suggests that those who were abused are left vulnerable to a lifetime of mental illness and psychological problems, perhaps due to these changes in brain structure. Another type of damage caused by child abuse is the hiding or denial of the true self. Growing up, my focus was survival. I did everything I could to avoid more abuse. Sometimes that meant literally hiding in my room or outside in the woods, staying clear of my father. Other times it meant putting on a mask. I learned that if I just pretended, I could often keep myself safe. In public, this meant pretending that all at home was well, that I was happy, 
and that my life was good. This was especially critical in church, where my father was a leader and wanted to keep up a good appearance. At home, it meant trying to be perfect in every way, hoping that my performance would please, or at least not anger, my father. I worked hard to do all my chores well, to obey every command as quickly as possible, and to bring home all A's on my report card. Who I really was, or what I really wanted, was unimportant. My thoughts or feelings were not even allowed to be spoken. The true me was buried deep inside, terrified to come out. In his book, Healing the Child Within, Discovery and Recovery for Adult Children of Dysfunctional Families, therapist Dr. Charles Whitfield explains that when a person's true self is not nurtured or allowed freedom of expression, a false or codependent self emerges. This is exactly what happened to me. Who I truly was remained buried, even when I grew up and left home. I had pretended for so long that the mask I wore became my new identity. Our false self, Dr. Whitfield continues, is a cover-up. Alienated from our true self, our false self focuses on what it thinks others want it to be. It is over-conforming. It gives its love only conditionally. It covers up, hides, or denies feelings. It is our public self who eventually even we think we should be. For years, this is just how I lived. As a young adult, I worked and worked and worked at school or at my job and barely stopped to eat or sleep. I continued to bend over backward to please people, no matter what it cost me. I had a very hard time ever saying no to anyone's requests or demands. I almost never did anything just for myself. I would only go to fun outings or events if I had a job to do there. I pretended I was always happy, no matter how I really felt. In fact, I was so out of touch with my emotions that sometimes I didn't even realize I had any. Later, getting married and having children awakened my feelings to some degree, but my false self was still the person I was projecting to the world. It took several rounds of therapy before I began to see that I was not really the me everyone thought they knew. I'm still working on recovering my true self, and though I've made some progress, I'm not done yet. Beyond mental illness and the creation of a false self, child abuse can cause many other kinds of damage. Dr. Phil Quinn, author of From Victim to Victory, Prescriptions from a Child Abuse Survivor, explains, Child abuse can do more than just hurt children. It can impair them, impair their ability to think, to feel, to learn, and to socialize. It can impair their physical, mental, and emotional health. It can impair their ability to grow into well-adjusted, successful adults. It can even be lethal. Child abuse doesn't just hurt children. It can impair, cripple, maim, scar, and destroy them. If you are a survivor like me, you may relate to some of these problems, or perhaps you suffer in ways I haven't mentioned. I know that the damage is real. Whatever happened to you, and whatever struggles it has caused in your life, please know this. As hard as it might be to believe at this moment, there is good news. 
as I am discovering, as terrible as the abuse was, and as real as the damage it caused is, it is still possible to find healing, hope, and even happiness. Life can go on. We can learn to let go of the past, focus on the present, and work toward a better future. We can even choose the life we've always wanted. As Dr. Quinn puts it, half of the truth is that I was severely abused as a child. But the whole truth is that I survived childhood and now have an adult life I can live as I please. On our next podcast, we're going to focus on recovery. We'll be exploring how we can begin to overcome the abuse we've suffered and break the power it has over our lives. Please be sure to join us next week. Well, that wraps it up for today's show. Thanks for listening to this edition of Happy Healthy Crazy. I'm so glad you made time in your day for us. I'd love to get your feedback on today's show or any other comments or questions you may have. As always, please contact me at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com. Until our next episode, have a great week, and remember, it's okay to be broken. We're in this together, and our stories are far from over. Hi, this is Bill, host of Happy Healthy Crazy. If your civic group, church group, or recovery program is looking for an inspirational speaker for your next function, consider inviting me. My dynamic presentations increase understanding of mental illness, encourage those living with it, and let others know how they can help. Each presentation is fully customizable to your group's needs. I've shared my stories with many groups, ranging from a handful of people to crowds of hundreds. I would love the opportunity to speak to your group, too. Please contact me via email at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com for more information. Thanks, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.